0: Uh, Hey, so if you have not been here, this is your first time, which I know a few of you it is. And and if you have been here, you need to understand we've been in this series called Spill the Tea. And what we've been talking about is not maybe how you use it with your friends, but rather, um, man, spilling the truth of of who we believe Jesus to be and what he's done in our life Um, the deep parts, the dark parts, the embarrassing parts. And so tonight, I'm actually not speaking to you, but I get to um, share with you one of my friends who uh, is a student who just graduated. Um, his name. If you would give it out, give it up for uh, Freckles, uh, Will Fitzgerald. Okay, you can give it up for him. There it is. So he's gonna be sharing um his testimony with y'all tonight, and so I just encourage you that you would listen, that you would um give him your respect and your attention uh, as he shares. Man, all you. Sweet, thank you, Caleb. Hey guys, how you doing? All right, excited, like it, cool. All right, uh, I just want to say thank you. I'm very thankful for to be up here, I'm very thankful to speak for y'all. Uh, but before I start, uh, I just want to pray first. Right. Dear Lord, uh, I just want to say thank you for tonight. Lord, thank you for gathering us here. Uh, Lord, it was not a. a-, a-, a- Incidents, I don't know how to say that word. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you speak through me, Lord, uh, that I speak truth and uh, speak in humility, Lord. Lord, I just want to say thank you, and here I pray, amen. So before I start, uh, I just want to hit y'all with one question that I just want to like, sit on your minds. What is your guys' like, true desire? What do you guys truly desire in your life? Like, Think about that for a minute. So I just uh, so there's this one day in my life that you know God changed my life forever, uh, and it will forever be changed and it's uh, on July 3rd, 2018 uh, it's when I put my salvation in the Lord. but for you guys to, to know what really happened on that day, I got to start from the beginning. Uh, when I was younger, uh, I moved around a lot, uh, m- both of my parents were in the, in the Navy. And uh as you know, military families move around a lot. So I went from Virginia to New York, like living with my grandmother up there, like just back and forth, back and forth, right? And in this time, uh, my parents ended up getting divorced. And some of you may know what that feels like some of you may not uh I remember being you know four or five years old you know asking my mom like mom mom like where's my dad at she'd be like oh honey he's like he's working late or like he's on a business trip like trying to hide it you know uh and you know it wasn't till later so I found out so it was uh just me and my mom right in Virginia, and. What I truly desired was to just to have a father figure in my life. So, uh, you know, some time had passed. My mom, she got uh, new orders, and you know, that's what you get in the military. And what orders are? is like it's basically, you know, a piece of paper saying like, "Hey, you're going to go do your job, but like over here, like over there." So she got she got new orders to do back to back deployments, and so. It's uh, What a deployment is, it's usually seven months in the Navy, like they're out at sea. So, you know, she did 14 months, and uh, she didn't know what she was going to do with me. Uh, she was like, I don't want to send you to your dad, uh, and your grandma's getting too old. So what she did, she was like, you're going to go get, live with your grandparents in Arizona. And I was like, Arizona? Never been there before. Don't know what that's like, but okay, here we go. So I go to live with my grandparents in Arizona, in. Uh, you know, grew up there for two years, you know, uh, my grandfather, you know, really became a father figure in my life. You know, he taught me, you know, how to hunt, fish, camp, uh, to tie my shoes. I will admit it took me two years to learn how to tie my shoes, uh, (laughs) So, you know, that two years goes by, like, I'm having fun. Like, I'm, um, you know, I'm thankful for my grandfather. Like, I try to be like him every chance I got. Uh, and my mom comes back, and I'm, I'm, I, remember I, I remember when she walked in the door, I was excited. I was hyped. I was like, oh, my gosh, Mom, you're back. Like, thank you. Like, I'm so happy, like, you're alive, right? And, you know, she she breaks the news. She's like, hey, we're moving again. And I was like, well, Mom, I'm like, where are we going? She goes, we're going back to Virginia, and I was like, oh, of course, like, what seemed for like a millionth time, I was moving back uh, to Virginia, so uh, we moved back, and I remember, like, when we first moved here, it was very, for me, it was a rough time, because, like, I just left what, what what was my father figure, and, like, it was just me and my mom again, and I remember, like, like almost every night I'd be like mom mom like can I call grandpa can I call him can I call him like she'd be like no like it's too late like like this or that I'm like dang it so uh some some more time had gone by uh and she eventually met what would eventually become my stepfather and I just remember like being like okay like he's another man in my life that could be my role model right and uh, he was also in the Navy, so you can see, like, sort of how they, you know, they got to, they met or whatever. And he, he, he got deployed. And then, so when he came back, he got new orders. And so we moved to the other side of the country, to California. Still, never been there. And I was like, don't know what that's like, but here we go. Like, once again, uh, he comes back and, you know, everything seems fine. Like, you know, I was like thinking highly of him. And over as time progressed, like, things started to change. And he, you came very verbally abusive to me and, and to my mom, and it, it was—I don't, like, don't know what changed, but it, it was rough. And it only seemed like he cared like about my newborn brother, like that's all he cared about. Like he'd come home, wouldn't even like say hi to me. He wouldn't say hi to my mom. He'd just go right to my brother and just like chill with him. So one night he uh, he was drinking and he had sleep apnea and he was taking medicine for it. Right. So for those of you who don't know what sleep apnea is, uh, basically they have like a rough time sleeping and you take medicine for it. And this night in my life, uh, I will never forget. Uh, remember like it was yesterday, like it just happened. So, so he was drinking, you know, he went to bed, took his medicine. And the next morning I remember I was sitting on my bed and my mom comes in my room crying. And she's like, give me your phone, give me your phone, give me your phone. And I, you know, at first I thought like, I was like, oh my gosh, like what did I do wrong? Like, was it that bad? Like what, I was like, I, I honestly thought to myself, I was like, what did I do now to deserve this, right? But what I know, I noticed something was off when I gave her my phone and she like sprinted back to her room and I like just ran after her as fast as I could. And I remember walking into the bedroom Oh, snap. I remember walking into the bedroom and there's my stepfather laying in his bed and he had passed away in like the middle of the night. And what had happened was the medicine and that the alcohol they consumed, when they were to deliver they shut it down. And so that morning, just like that, even though he wasn't the best father figure in my life, but it was someone to look up to, he was gone. Just like that, over one night. Didn't even think nothing about it, right? And so I was upset. I I thought about my brother a lot because, you know, I lost like my dad at a young age. And like my brother was only one, and he'll never know his real dad. And so I was upset. I called my grandma, and my grandma always tried to get me to go to church, right? And she said to me, She's like, Will, You need to have faith in the Lord. And me being myself, I was like, Grandma, I'm not doing that church thing. It's not me. I think it's boring. I don't really like it. Like, it's not me. Sorry, Grandma. And I really started, my desires changed. I really started to focus on myself and who I was. Uh, You know, all I cared about was, like, hanging out with my friends, riding my bike, like, going to the skate park and just having fun. That's, like, that's all I cared about. I didn't care about, like, being a good son or, more importantly, being a, a... a good big brother. Uh, and, you know, we were, so it was just me and my mom, and my brother, we living in California, and it's my freshman year in high school. And, uh, my mom meets this man, and this is the one time I prayed before I started going to church. He go, And I prayed, I was just like, Lord, let this be the man my brother needs and I need uh, to be a figure in my life. That's like, that was the one prayer I prayed before I went to church. So they end up getting married, right? Uh, I'm still focusing on myself, desires haven't changed. My mom ends up getting new orders. I'm like, okay, where are we going now? Thinking that it would be like somewhere cool like Hawaii or like Washington or like Florida. She goes, nope, back to Virginia. And I was like, uh, of course. So we moved back. It's my sophomore year. I was playing volleyball in I was sort of just going through the motions, you know. I was—I'd wake up, go to school, go to practice, come home, chill out, do absolutely nothing. Sort of boring. Not gonna lie. So, this is where the Lord started to work in my life again. Uh, I had this friend who was also on the volleyball team with me. His name is Will. And he was going to church, and he would invite me. He'd be like, yo, yo, you should come. You should come, man. Like, it'd be fun. Like, and like week after week, he'd invite me. And week after week, I'd be like, Will, that's not me, man. I don't go to church. It's not my thing. I think it's boring. Sorry. And he used to pull the grandma card on me. That's what I used to call it. He'd be like, well, didn't your grandma go to church? And I'd be like, well, yes, she did. But anyway, that's my point. And the, the funny thing was that he used to read uh, Bible verses to me. And I used to sort of judge them. I would be like, that one's cool. Like, I understand that one. That one's good. But that one, I have no idea what they're saying. Uh, and one night, I was driving home, on, and I was about to turn onto the old Cedar Road. And I was turning left, and there's a car coming. And he was turning right, and he got into the right lane. And I was like, okay, I can go, right? So I'm turning, and I look, and this dude did not turn He was coming straight at me. And I had a small truck at the time. I'm not, and I was like sitting in there. My knees were to my chest. Like I was like crunched up and he was coming right from my door. And i like floored it, spun out, almost went into a ditch. And that night I remember I came home and like, I was all riled up and like, I felt weary. And I felt like something was like stirring in me. And I asked myself, I was like, if I died, where would I go? Like, I kept asking myself that. And, like, I called Will, and I was like, yo, I'm going to church with you. I was like, save a seat in your car. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm going this Sunday. And so I went to church with him. You know, I was doing, like, you know, I was worshiping. I was watching the service. I was praying. And I was starting to go week after week. I, might, I mean, I might have skipped a week here, like two weeks there. And I was as I was still figuring this church thing out, uh, I met this girl and she brought me to River Oak, and you know then I started to come like weekly, monthly, and I got plugged into the youth group, and I was like, you know, I, I was like really on like this Jesus high, and then one Sunday, uh, I'll probably never forget, Heath was preaching, and well, of course he's Heath. Uh, Heath was preaching, and he he was it was at the end of his end of his message. And we were sitting there and we were, you know, we were praying and he goes, if you want to put your salvation in the Lord, please stand up. And I felt this feeling in me that I've never felt before. Like I wanted to stand up. I really, I really did, but I didn't. I just continued to sit there. And when that sermon let out and I was going home. I thought to myself, I was like, dang it, like, why didn't I stand up? Like, did I just mess up? Like, what just happened? And I was, I was on, I was confused. Like, and uh, I called Pastor Caleb and he had just left for, for high school camp. I called him. I told him, I was like, Caleb, like, I want to stand up, man. Like, but I didn't. He's like, dude, here's Heath's number. Like, call him, meet up with him, do what you got to do. So I called Heath and he's like, I told him what happened. Like, I told him I need to talk to him. And he was like, well, when can you meet? And I was like, tomorrow. So after work, you know, we uh, came sh- straight to the church, uh, met up in lobby B and he was telling me, he was like, this is like who the Lord is, like how he works and like how he just loves us. And he was like, well, he was like, well, what'd you come, what'd you come to me for? And I said, Heath, when you said, if you want to place your salvation in the Lord, please stand up. Well, I didn't stand up. And Heath, I feel like I really messed up. He's like, nah, man, you know what that was? And I was like, uh, no. He goes, that was God. God was calling you. And I was like, oh snap, really? And he was like, yeah. And so, on that day, July 3rd, 2018, that is the day uh, I put my salvation in the Lord. So, the summer continues on. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I played volleyball uh, in high school. And volleyball season comes around, you know, and i I was still desiring myself. I was still doing it for me. Uh, and, you know, Charles came, I made the team, and I was like, all right, cool, like, I'm going to be the man. Like, I'm going to kill it this year. I'm going to start. You know, like, this is going to happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be great. And after, like, starting a couple games, starting a tournament, I got benched. And I remember I was, I, was, I was so angry, and I was like, God, why are you doing this to me? Like, what did I do? And it wasn't until that he opened my eyes and made me realize that my desire was wrong and that I wasn't desiring him, I was desiring myself and, and started to trust other things instead of God, right? And what scripture has to say about this, it's in, it's in Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. It goes, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, just that verse right there, verse 30, where it says, for my yoke is easy and my, and my burden is light. You know, God's saying that put, put your trust in me. And I will give you rest for your soul, like our lo- our like our longing souls, and and it's like his burn it's his burden is light. You know, when we trust him, we find rest in him. And I know, like some of you, some of you came in here today. Uh, you know, y'all you know, like some of y'all have bad anxiety, like you get nervous easily, like you have fears. And, and, and God's saying, like, hey, just give it to me. Like, I'll take care of it. Just trust in me. I got you. And if you, and like, while you trust in me, like, I'll give you rest. I'll give your soul rest. And I know uh, some of you walked in here like me. You're like, if I died, where would I go? Like, would I go to heaven or would I go to hell? And that's okay. Uh and, you know as a band, as a band comes up and before I pray, you know i just I just want to say that there's leaders in the back you know we're here to help you guys we're you know we're here to help you, we're here to talk to you, and if you guys have any burdens like put it put it on the Lord uh, so with that, you know I just want to say, uh, put your trust in the Lord and he'll give you rest he'll take care of your burdens, and he'll take care of you all right. Dear Lord, uh, I just want to say thank you for tonight. Uh, once again, Lord, Lord, I just pray that pray that you could take care of us, Lord, and that we could you know we could take upon your yoke and we could find our rest in you, uh, Lord. I I just want to pray for these students, Lord, Lord, that you take care of us in your name. I pray, Amen.